Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me in what is our very first episode of this podcast. My name is Crystal, and you may already recognize me from the wonderful interviews that I release over on the Kitsune Network's YouTube channel. Joining me today as my wonderful co-host is my lovely assistant who makes sure that all of our interviews over at the Kitsune Network are 100% error-free, is Tanya. Hi Tanya, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Crystal. Uh, crazy year. Very, very crazy year. But I've been great. Yes, it's been such a crazy year. It's, we're only halfway through, though. It's barely July. And uh, speaking of July, you know what else happened in July? Uh, Anime Expo 2023. That's right, Tanya. Yeah, Anime Expo 2023. It's always held in summer, which sucks so much. Oh, it was hot. Like, honestly, like... I'm glad I didn't bring my cosplays. I, I don't think I could wear them. Like, one of them, I was dying in the heat. You, you know who, who I felt for the most were the people waiting in line to get in. I felt bad for them. Yeah, so so, so because we do press at Anime Expo and other conventions, we get priority entrance. And uh, we got to see how people in line, like, what, 8, 9 a.m. in the morning, they're, they're waiting in line to get into the convention center. And by that time, it's scorching hot. I mean, it is so hot, you're sweating under your normal clothes. So now imagine a lot of people in their cosplay out in the sun with their wigs and other elaborate getup waiting in the sun. That is That is a lot. I can only imagine like being in that line for like like how many hours are in line? Like two hours maybe? Right. That was the average waiting time, two hours. But hey, you know what? No one can do it better than we nerds can. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, normies would be out there uh, fainting. You know, we, we, we cosplayers and nerds and anime people, we, we're used to that. So the average heat wave doesn't really do us that, in that much. Yeah. You guys think Black Friday is, is bad? No, I should be in live Ram Expo. <laughs> <laughs> So let's start off with our day zero, uh, Tanya. Oh, and day I, zero. Day zero. So uh, <laughs> for me, it, was, it began on day negative one. Yes, for you out there who don't know about negative one, in the last past three to four years, Anime Expo um, had added, quote unquote, added another additional day called negative one. And that's basically uh, when you just go there to pick up your badge. And that's pretty much it. So you can avoid the two hour line, even though there's still a two hour line, just so you can get in. So my adventure at Anime Expo started on the 29th, which is day negative one, which of course, Tanya, you've seen the pictures that I took of the convention center when they were barely setting up. So you see all the, the, the workers and the, uh, the, the lifts and the, and the forklifts and whatnot doing that. I don't, I'm not sure if you saw the pictures on our website. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was sort of a behind the scenes of how Anime Expo gets ready for day zero and, and, and the forthcoming uh, weekend. And it was amazing because it's the second time I think I've witnessed, you know, these workers hardworking at, at, at the exhibit hall in the main lobby, which is the South lobby, um, you know, putting up posters, putting up their setup, their booths. There's a lot of work that goes into this. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole construction site there. Yeah. I can only imagine like, I, I like when I think of like, when I walk throughout Amexpo throughout the entire thing, I can only imagine the setup. Like it takes like all the banners have to put up every booth that has to be put up. And there's, a, there's a lot of stuff like that that happens around like um, all over Amexpo. And only that, I can only imagine like, like the artist alley, you got to set up like all the booths in there. And there's a lot of booths in there. 
Yeah, and I can only imagine that was day negative one. So I'm pretty sure they've been working on that convention center for at least a week before I even got to take those, uh, before I even took those photos. And for those interested in in, uh, looking at those photos or behind the scenes photos of how Anime Expo gets set up, you can go ahead and visit our website and check out uh, Anime Expo 2023 behind the scenes article where I actually posted all the, uh, the photos that I took and where they're all setting up. I think the most the most wonderful thing is to see that being set up and then having day one and day two with all the people there, uh, all the uh, empty hallways from negative one are completely full. I think I did a comparison photo uh, over in our, in, in my, in my personal Instagram where I took a photo of, you know, the empty halls on negative one and uh, a comparison to day one or day zero. And it's completely packed, but it's, it's nice to see other people's hard work. Uh, you know, other people enjoying uh, other people's hard work uh, and putting in the convention center. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was my first uh, adventure at Anime Expo. But together, me and you, Tanya, we had our adventure on day zero. To anyone uh, listening, usually day negative one and zero. It's just a day to pick up your badges, maybe say hi to your friends, just meet up, and just plan ahead uh, for day one and ahead. I recommend that for Anime Expo. Always plan ahead for this convention. Not to mention to, to, to use day zero to check into your hotel and get everything ready. Yeah, exactly. Because after that, it's just four days of nonstop hectic. Oh, my God. Yes. And let's let's speak about something I, I want to point out. This is both hilariously just wrong in so many ways. L.A. parking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who are not native to Los Angeles... Every time there's a huge event anywhere near the convention center or, or uh, what we call it, the Staples Center or, sorry, Crypto, Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> God, I hate that name. For real. I will forever call it the Staples Center. It's been the Staples Center for me since I was a kid. It will always be the Staples Center to me. Look, they so, just say call it Crypto Arena. That would be perfectly fine. I would have liked that name. No, they had to put .com. <laughs> like, really? This, <laughs> podcast, this podcast is sponsored by Crypto.com. <laughs> right? Please don't. <laughs> Please don't buy Crypto. <laughs> you might as well buy it yourself an NFT. Oh, God, no. It's like the one we saw at Walmart. That was Target. The NFT oh, monkey. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait up greens. That was Target, yeah. Anyway, yeah, for those not native to Los Angeles, every time there's a huge event here at, in Los Angeles, it's close to the convention center or the Staples Center, th- there's always those uh, privately owned parking lots, which is just a land, a plot land owned by individuals or maybe even a company, I don't, I'm not sure. And they always tend to, you know, charge you for parking because it's, it's their property, right? So they can, they can charge you for that. But there's some people, there's some owners who like literally like, just come on, dude. It's like, you see that how much this, the cost of it. And you're like, dude, come on. No one in the right mind is going to pay for that. But you know, you have those desperate people who actually do. Tanya, the first on, on day zero, we paid $10 in parking, right? It was like a block or two away from the actual convention center. Yes, it was just $10. Very simple, easy to park, loved it. I thought the rest of the day was going to be like that. Nah. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> <laughs> On day zero, where not much is happening. It's charged like $20, $10, right? Mm-hmm. As the weekend progresses to Saturday and Sunday, which is the, the peak of Anime Expo, they start raising the prices. So the $10 parking we found at day zero is now like $25, $35. There's other places that charge $45, $55, $65. There was a place that was charging $95 per day. <laughs> $95. Guys, that is about 50% of an Anime Expo badge. 
are you really that desperate? <laughs> Look, I'm I'm all for like helping, you know, the small folk for you know people in stores, but ninety five dollars. <laughs> yeah, ninety five dollars to park in a rinky dink, broken, you know, sketchy parking lot is. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. It's like ninety five dollars better get me valet parking. I feel like getting it robbed twice. <laughs> You know, you know, ninety five dollars better get me valet parking with at least an air freshener. Oh yeah, no, you'll get your air freshener and your tires taken. <laughs> but hey, at least I got that air freshener, right? Right. <laughs> My God, yeah. So that was one issue. We ended up uh, finding a decent parking spaces for uh, at day one and throughout the entire Anime Expo at the Alley Live, which is adjacent to. The uh, crypto, uh, I mean, uh, the stable center for the entire anime expo. I think we paid 35 from then on, right? Yep, yep. And we, we split it in half, which was not that bad. It's, you know, it's, we split everything in half, including the hotel, which is not bad. You know, we minimize our, our cost there. So, also there, Tanya, I don't know if you noticed, people were selling anime expo badges right there on the street. Right? It's like, here, here's an anime expo badge. I got it for sale. And I'm thinking, I thought they were sold out. Yeah, well, they were <laughs> like the 40 badges. And you have these people selling these sketchy ass people, by the way. You have these, and they're really sketchy because you're thinking. So, for those who don't know, anime expo badges nowadays are, you know, those, uh, like, uh, what do you call R- RFID uh Badges where you have to tap in so you can verify your, your badge is legit. So those badges are tied to email addresses. Whoever buys those Anime Expo badges, they're, they have to include an email. And with that email, they can get that badge replaced if it's lost. They can be, get that badge uh, void if it's stolen or robbed. People may buy, buy badges from these sketchy individuals, but you don't know if these badges have been voided already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, and these people are supposedly selling it for like... 180 bucks for a 48 badge, which is, you know, it sounds too good to believe because a 48 badge is actually 150 something. Uh, so $80 for a 48 badge is not that bad. But I mean, again, it's too too good to, to be true. And it is. Oftentimes it is. And I remember talking to one of these individuals because I was curious. I'm like, oh, how do you guys obtain these? You know, so I was talking to one of these individuals. Tanya, this is the part where you actually walked out without me because you did not notice. You just completely just left me there with this random stranger. Oh, my bad about that. You know, sometimes you're just focused and you forget your friend is. Uh... No, I messed up. Okay, anyway, go, go, go on. <laughs> so anyway, after I was left alone with this sketchy individual who could have just kidnapped me, I was talking to him to see how much the badge he was selling. I think it was on day three. Did I, did I talk to him and he was selling a, a four-day badge or two-day badge? Yeah, a four-day badge, which, of course, on day two, there's only two more days of Anime Expo left, so it's worth not that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was literally haggling, like, like bargaining. Okay, so how much do you think it's worth? And I'm like, well, you know, the Anime Expo badge are 150, 60 bucks. He's like, okay, I'll do it for 80. I'm like, so how do you guys get these badges? So he wouldn't say. He was just like, 80? Okay, fine, fine, 60, 60, 60. So the mere fact that he went lower, a lot lower than what he was asking, tells me that is not uh, really like these guys are not legit. That badge is probably not legit, even though it looks legit. It's probably not legit. Uh, so quick lesson here: if you guys ever attend Anime Expo out of state, or even if you are here in Los Angeles, do not, for the love of God, do not buy badges from these uh, individuals that are selling the badges supposedly out there in the street. Go to an actual transfer badge from showclicks.com, which is the official ticket badge seller for Anime Expo. Don't don't fall victim to scams. Please don't. 
Yes, please, please don't fall victims for the scamming. It's like buying those mixtapes that they sell, like I remember an Anaheim convention. Or down on Hollywood Boulevard, you had those uh, uh, individuals selling their rap tape, like, here, I'll buy this for five bucks. I mean, it's not a scam per se, but you know, they're not going to be any good either. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, I can't wait to listen to this mixtape and support them. It's a blank CD. Oh. So after we picked up our badges... Because we live in L.A. and, you know, Los Angeles is one of those cities where you shoot first, shoot again, and shoot again, and you just never ask any questions, right? There's, like, police sirens everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, police sirens everywhere. So you want to tell our, our listeners <laughs> what happened after we picked up our badges and we were, I think, either we were going to our hotel to check in or we were going to go get McDonald's. I don't, I don't remember which one. I think we were going to our hotel room. We were going to our hotel for McDonald's when, sadly, there was no more Grimace shakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Grimace thing. <laughs> which, which I'll talk to you guys about the McDonald's inside Anime Expo. But first, Tanya, what happened? After we got McDonald's, it'd be disappointed with no Grimace shakes. Uh, we went to our hotel and... Well, we were on our way to the hotel, Yeah, right? we, were, we were on our way to the hotel by car. But on our way, and I'm trying to remember correctly what street it was, but we went down to McDonald's, and I saw a policeman behind me, and I went, uh-oh. Oh, so police I went, car. Yeah, right? police car. Yes, police car. Police car. Yeah. Uh, behind me, and just drove fast, like, it, like to the front, like me. I was like, okay, that's weird. So I guess something happened, right? You hear and, the, the tires screeching, like, Yeah, and then I went turn right, you know, to go, you know... Uh, the other street way to go back to our hotel, right? Then I saw another cop car, and I'm like, something must have happened. It was, it was heading towards us, like it was heading towards us, and before it actually, you know. Oh, like, oh no, there's there's two, there's one like going towards, and then that's that's when we saw the Seventeen's gas station, right? So there's a couple of them turning in on the east side going in, but the one I want to talk about is the car coming in from the west side going into the, the parking the, lot, the, the, the parking lot, and he just hits the fence. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. head on it was so loud i was like what is going on so the, cor- the corner of his bumper of his cruiser hits a little part of the fence right and you can see parts flying from the bumper like yeah you know you can hear the tire screeching as he turns into the parking lot and so we turned to like what's going on we have cops behind us cops in front of us we just don't know what's going on we're frozen and just there right and yeah. so the bumper, you can just see the bumper flying off the cruiser. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, and they all like rushed into the 70 gas station. And I was like, what happened? Like, did someone get robbed? Or like, what's and I'm the- like, you know what? Let's get out of here before they start closing down the street and we're stuck here. I said, let's get out before they start shooting. <laughs> that too, yes. That was our main concern because you know the cops are my It's shoot once, shoot twice, shoot again, never ask any questions. <laughs> right? Oh, God. You got a lot of culture. Anyway, so that's all that that we just talked about was outside the convention center. Oh, and um, before I st- we go inside the convention center, props to everyone who sells those bacon wrapped hot dogs out there in the blazing hot sun. Thank you so much for feeding us. Delicious, they're good. <laughs> so Tanya, let's take our, our our listeners inside the convention center. Oh yeah, it was okay. So anyone who's going to Amazon for the first time, just to let you know it's crowded, and I believe that it was about a hundred thousand people there. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I've I've yet to get an email about the turnstile of the the attendance at Hanime Expo this year, but I'm I'm gonna write an article about that soon. I, I remember seeing a question people keep asking: Where should Anime Expo cap their tickets? And I'm like, they did. 
They've been doing that for the last two years. That that's that's the convention center. That's Anime Expo capped, believe it or not. They they, they did cap it. <laughs> but here's the thing. They, I thought they capped it for every badge. Apparently, they only capped it for four day badges, and after that, you can get like individual passes. Wait for real? Yeah, I mean, at, le- at least at least that's what I saw on the website. So I was like, oh, okay, well, it's not really capped. I feel like they should cap the tickets for all the days. Like once day four sells out, that is it, you, you know. Some poor soul probably bought like every single day badge to go to Amexpo. Oh, you know they did. You know they did. Yeah. <laughs> they paid like $80 per ticket, you know, for badge. You know they did. Oh, man. I just hope they have the time of their life then. I really hope so. I really do hope they actually did go to the uh, rave, which, uh, Tanya, would you like to uh, say who was uh, the DJ at oh, the... Oh, we're going straight to day three? Okay. I thought that was for the climax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So day three was a lot of uh, DJs out there. Now, the ones who paid previously, um, I am sorry. I don't remember your names, but you guys did really good. But I know the main highlight of day three that DJ said was a DJ named uh, DJ Diesel. And in case you don't know who that is or out of the loop, it is Shaquille O'Neal of a previous NBA team called the Lakers. Yes, we had the Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> DJ Anime Expo. And <laughs> one of the rules from the rave was no mosh pitting. Oh, that was thrown out the window completely. That, as soon as Shaq went up there, it was thrown out the window. Shaq was like, where am I mosh pit at? If I don't see a mosh pit, I'm coming down there. Right? Like, I think, like, even, like, when you left, like, I remember, like, near the end, I, I swear, I saw a guy got thrown up in the air. You know, his dad was actually pretty cool because he knows, he knows how to DJ. Oh yeah! Oh no! It was it was fun. Honestly, I had yeah. a blast. I was head banging. I was in the mosh pit itself. <laughs> just like just like Snoop Dogg, Shaquille Neal has has completed life. He's just doing the side quest now. You know exactly. He's he finished just, the main game. He's just doing the side quest now. Yeah, he's just making life lit now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shaq, but- so much. By the way. That was so fun. Yes, thank you, Shaq, for not only doing our childhood and you know making our childhood really, really, really wonderful with mm-hmm. your your awesome moments in in the NBA, but also coming back in our adulthood and fucking uh, making our our night really lit. Right. Yeah, it was a good night. It was a really good night. I loved it. <laughs> Tanya, remember the McDonald's inside Animex though? Yes, I do remember that. And I was so, disappointed that it had a grimace shake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 the first time I encountered that booth area part of Anime Expo was on day negative one when I was taking those background, uh, those behind the scenes photos. I was like, there's going to be a McDonald's here? Now, I legit, I legit thought they were going to start selling food. <laughs> right. Like, legit, I, I thought they were going to sell food. I was going to be like, oh, man, that's a smart move of McDonald's part. Right. Yeah. yeah I was like, whoa, happens. that's. <laughs> So, yeah, I know. To my disappointment, they weren't selling any food. The booth, it was a collaboration between McDonald's and a company called Webtoons, which if you haven't heard about them, it's basically like Audible, but like instead of releasing audiobooks, they released individually drawn artist comic books. You know, some of them have gone viral and have actually done like a hard copy published comic out of that. I, I guess I, when I spoke to one of the representatives of that booth, they were saying that McDonald's has a history of appearing in these comics. Like a lot of artists draw McDonald's as a background because of licensing issues. 
just like an anime, they can't put McDonald's, so they put like McDonald's or some other form of, of variation of parody of McDonald's. And so they did this booth, McDonald's teamed up with Webtoons to kind of say like, hey, yeah, you know, it's okay for you to, you know, put McDonald's as your background. We, we don't mind. So yeah, that was, that was the partnership. And that's why they did the booth. And I remember on day three, I went there again for the, uh, uh, just, just for fun, just and giggles again. And I asked him, yeah, can I have a Big Mac, please? <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the workers, I guess, they were sick and tired of people asking them whether or not they sell food. So they went on the speaker phone, on the speaker phone thingy, and said, "We do not sell food." <laughs> <laughs> Once again, people, we are not selling food. And then people still go up and ask her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a pretty fun booth because you got a really fun pin. I got a McDonald's fry pin. Mm-hmm. Alongside a poster, so that was that was pretty good. It was a nice booth. Uh, uh, Tanya, what do you what do you remember from uh, Anime Expo? Our great merch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, uh, for the first time we did uh, sold some uh, of the Kitsune Network's uh, merch. That it's still pending. Some of our merch is still pending. I've I've yet uh, to open our store. If you guys are curious about that, you just go to our website at www.thekitsunenetwork.net. Um, and if you go to the shop section, uh, you'll see that there's a, a, a page that says uh, this page does not exist yet, uh, which will be showcasing some of the, the products that we've made, which are uh, acrylic chains. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. I am too. And then thank you to my friends who helped Crystal out by buying keychains. <laughs> yes, that, those, those were really, really good friends of yours. Um, I felt so heartwarming, so proud, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you should. You should be proud. We went to this particular booth called Baku. Yeah, it's a great booth. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, everything that I wanted was sold out. But I did get a Metamorphosis shirt and a Nekopara finger skateboard. So, you know, it wasn't that all bad. Yeah, I just ended up getting a book from there and just saying hi to a couple of people uh, there. But I was so happy. I was in my Bowsette cosplay that day and I was getting photos left and right in that booth. And I was like, oh, so cute. <laughs> Speaking of meeting up with meeting up with people, uh, so ever since I had an interview with Kylie McNeil, who is you know the star of Bell of Mamoru Hosoda's Bell, uh, we've been in communication a lot. And so come Anime Expo 2023 this year, uh, we were like, oh my god, hey, let's meet up. You know, I'm going to uh, Anime Expo for for small panel. Let's meet up. We had previously uh, uh, planned to have meet up at one of her concerts here in LA. Unfortunately, that concert got rescheduled, so we were like bummed out because we couldn't meet then. But a month later. We got the honor of meeting each other at Anime Expo, and uh, Tanya, you were there when we met uh, Kylie McNeil. You and guys were like, "Oh my god!" We, ah. Yeah, we were both like, "Oh my god!" We got to meet like, like once the panel ended, you know, a lot of people wanted to approach Kylie, and there I am, just kind of like, she was so excited to see me. I'm so excited to see her because just for those who don't know, when we did the interview, we did the interview via Zoom. She was in New York, and I was here in LA, so we did the interview via Zoom. So we had not physically met each other. So when we first met each other then at Anime Expo. Um, we just like we got excited, went in for the hug, and we're like, "Oh my god!" We were like giggling and laughing at the same time because we just couldn't believe it. It was like, "Oh god, we're just meeting for the first time." And so now we're we're planning to meet up again, hopefully at her rescheduled concert in uh, in August eighth, I think. Um, so yeah, that was very exciting. And and the next day, funny enough, I actually got to meet, met uh, a Paul Castor Jr., who is the second half of Belle, which is uh, he voiced Dragon in in that movie. And uh turns out that like, he was also excited to meet me because uh, Kylie had to, spoke to him about me. So I was like, oh, hi, Paul. And so it was it was a really uh, uh, 
a fun fun meetup you know because we i again we had not met personally so it was it was pretty fun it was and thank you tanya for taking pictures of us no problem that's what i'm here for take lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots, and lots of pictures <laughs> oh my god what else did we do oh like I had the pleasure of meeting uh, the main actor who's going to portray Akira Tendo, the main character in Zombie 100, in the live-action version of Zombie 100. His name is Eji Asa, uh, Asa, <laughs> Eji Akaso, Eji, Eji Akaso, uh, who is uh, again going to portray Akira Tendo in the live-action version of Zombie 100. And if you guys would like to uh, uh, not hear or see the interview, but like to read the interview because this was a text interview, you can go on our website, thekitsunenetwork.net, and it should be there. It's going to be, the article is called Zombie 100 Live Action Film Coming to Netflix AX 2023 Interview Coverage. So go ahead and, and read our interview uh, with him there. I promise you guys I will release a review of the Live Action 100 uh, uh, movie because, again, I've seen it, and I will tell you this much about it. It covers manga one to three. So there are certain characters that will not be in it. There are certain characters that will be in it. Certain scenes that were apart from certain manga volumes that are going to be in it. So it doesn't follow the manga nor the uh, anime series to a T. But that's a good thing because you don't want to rewatch something you watch in the anime series. But um, as far as live action adaptations of animes go, it's actually pretty good. It's 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 not it's not your Americanized version of it. God no. Which I recommend that manga. It is so good. I read the first one like like on the fly. <laughs> well, okay, so we were, it was it wasn't really on the fly because we were there. Uh, okay, so we background story. Let's rewind a little bit. Uh, I think throughout day two, we got the honor of getting tickets to. Get our manga Zombie 100, which, by the way, Zombie 100 right now is the top trending anime to see, uh, which is crazy because I think it should have been the manga, not the anime. But you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the anime, of the manga, mainly because that's how I discovered Zombie 100. But anyway, and so we got the honor of getting tickets to get our manga signed by Potaro Takata. He also had a signing at the local Barnes & Nobles at the Grove, which is like a good, what, good 20 minutes away from the convention center. And, and it was there that you actually got to read the manga, right? Yes, yes. It was in the, in so the so what do you think of it? So what do you think of Volume 1? Okay. Um, honestly, when he... Because I, I remember what it was about. So I was like, okay, let me just read this uh, empty-minded and see what I think, right? And when I read it, I was like, Okay, that first chapter got me hooked, and I think that's like honestly one of the best ways to introduce zombies is just kind of introduce the world from the main character's perspective. And I loved it so much because the main character has such a terrible job that he was so happy a zombie apocalypse happened, and that just made me like laugh. <laughs> like, oh, this is a great chapter. I already love this manga. Right. What surprises me about this series in general is that this this manga was published like a year or two ago right and so all of a sudden you have an influx of merchandise and the anime coming out you know so the anime is out already and usually it takes about a year or two before a live action version of it is produced but this one i feel like it just came back to back because the anime the manga is barely exploding here in the u.s and now we have the anime series trending Right, and then in, in less than a month, the uh, live action version is premiering on Netflix on August third. Um, so yeah, and I feel like it's com- coming down. To, it's it's coming so fast. Yeah, honestly, I I just I love it. I'm I'm glad for for them and anyone behind Zom 100. They get this um, spotlight. 
So on day four, which is a Tuesday, uh, it was a weird schedule plan in Expo. So on Tuesday, it was time to say goodbye to Anime Expo. We I think we spent a little bit of time in the press lounge. Then we went to the exhibit hall, uh, did our last purchases there, you know, kind of taking in the last day, really. Yeah. Yeah, getting the freebies that we were getting, you know. <laughs> getting all the good free stuff that around it. So anyone who attends an Anime Expo, they always give off free stuff. Um, just take some. It's fun. Pro tip for Anime Expo, if you plan to buy something, I suggest you do it on the last day because on the last day, the the vendors, they don't want to take everything back to wherever they shipped from because of cost. You know, they want to rather sell it. They want to cut off the, the losses and just sell it. So a lot of vendors will offer you 20% off, 30% off, even 40% off in some of their or bundle deals, right? So I highly suggest you buy things. You wait, save your money till the last day because the last day will will probably gain you more more offers. Unless it's something, of course, that's like extremely limited and then you like, People are gonna. It's gonna sell out like on the first day, uh, unless it's some kind of specialty item. Any other item will probably be on sale on the last day. So yeah, I highly suggest you buy things on the last day. Yeah, buy stuff on the last day, and but yeah, like you said, limited. It just, it just, it's gone. Like I wanted a, a figure of some sort, and I remember it was just sold out day one, and I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our Anime Expo. I mean, uh, we left like exactly when they closed down the exhibit hall, which was like, around 3, 3.30. After that, we celebrated and wrapped up uh, a successful press Anime Expo weekend by going to uh, Korean barbecue. Oh, my God. That Korean barbecue was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I'm getting hungry right now. And, of course, we had to order brisket. As a Bridget cosplayer, there's no way I cannot order yeah, brisket. Yeah, you got to order brisket in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> This anime actually was very, very fun and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, AX Chibi. Yes, I look forward to AX Chibi and actually more anime exposed in the future because I think they nailed it down to make it actually fun for everyone. Yeah, I aside, like aside from probably capping more of the tickets, um, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, anime Expo yeah. Chibi or AX Chibi as it's known is a spin-off convention of Anime Expo which just deals with outside events, uh, small outside events, and uh, exhibit hall. That That's all anime expo chibi is just exhibit hall and a few little events outside in the convention center but other than that it's it's pretty small con for anime expo chibi which will be held i think in november this year at the ontario convention center if i'm wrong this is on november 11th to 12th on 2023 it's a two-day event at the where ontario convention center where there you guys go brought to you by anime expo chibi (laughs) yeah all right so i guess Uh... we know what we're doing on november this concludes this uh, episode where we spoke about our experience at Anime Expo 2023. Tanya, anything else you want to say? Anything, any final messages for our awesome listeners out there? For awesome listeners, thank you for supporting us as always. And continue to support us on KitsuniNetwork.net. And thank you for having me on the podcast. There's more awesome stuff on our YouTube channel coming your way. But uh, again, you guys, like Tanya said, thank you so much for the continued support. And I love you guys so much. And if you're still listening to this awesome episode, you're one of the awesome people who are supporting us. Thank you so much, you guys. We will have another podcast episode coming for you soon. Hopefully dealing with transgender characters in video games or in anime series. Which, again, we'll be speaking about Biscuit and Poison and so many other characters characters that we've uh we've compiled here so yeah i, I yes, got i got the there. list you you'll be in for a surprise <laughs> awesome so you guys uh make sure to tune in, tune in next time for all that mm-hmm. and uh we'll we'll catch you guys later bye everyone bye <laughs>